0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Personal Finance with Kez where we learn about how we can take control of our finances, build our wealth through stocks, real estate, cryptocurrency and business. I just want to take the time to thank each and every one of you for continuing to listen to this podcast series. It was great to see so many of you listen to last week's episode on why you need a credit card. If you find this podcast useful, please smash the follow button if you haven't already done so to help boost this episode out to more people. And don't forget to use your knuckle to tap the bell icon so you do not miss another episode. So on today's episode, we're going to discuss how much money you actually need in order to retire. And again, before we start, I'm just some random dude doing a podcast who seems to have a lot of free time on his hands. Please seek advice from a registered financial advisor before making any financial decisions. And as always... Don't sue me, bro. Okay, let's get straight into it. So, how much money do you need in order to retire early? Well, it depends. We will run through how you can come up with your own magic number soon. But before we do that, we need to understand what it actually means to retire early. So, by retiring early, I mean that you retire before the age of 65 or the age of retirement in your country. So, whether that means you retire at 60 or 55, or 40, or even 30, you would have still retired early in all of those cases. And that's the goal of today's episode, to help you understand what it will take to help you retire at the age you want to retire at. So now you understand what it means to retire early, the second thing you need to understand is how will you know when you can actually retire? You will know when you will be able to retire when you have the ability to support your current or better lifestyle without having to work another day in your life. The money that you will get will cover all aspects of your current life, like bills, housing, entertainment, travel, so on and so forth, without worrying about your money ever running out. And this, for me, is financial freedom. So the day you tick all these boxes will be the day you retire and become financially free. Just to make it clear, our definition of financial freedom does not mean You have all the money in the world to literally buy anything you want, like buy matching Ferraris for you and your partner or buy that private jet for that private island that you just purchased. Okay, so we've gone through what it means to retire early and what is financial freedom. From these two points, we can already see that the amount of money needed to retire will be different for each and every one of you. There are a lot of factors to consider when choosing an amount to retire on, one of those being location. So if you're planning to live in big cities of Australia and New Zealand, like Sydney, Melbourne, and Auckland, or any big city in the world for that matter, it will cost you more to live in those cities because of the high living costs associated with those areas. So you might need 80000 to 100000 a year to comfortably retire on. If you're planning to live in the countryside or a regional town, the costs of living are much cheaper in those areas. So you can probably get by with $50,000 to $70,000. Another consideration is that some of you may want a really super lavish lifestyle. So you may want to factor those costs in as well. In talking with friends, they've come up with massive numbers like 150000 200000 even $250,000 per year as well. With that kind of money, you would surely be living an extravagant lifestyle. And if that's what you're looking for, let's see how much you need invested to reach that goal. So even though our goals of the amount of money we need at retirement are different, the calculation remains the exact same. So to work out the magic number, you will need to save and invest in order to be financially free and retire early is the following. 25 times the amount of money you spend in a year. That's all there is to the calculation. So let's run through a few examples to familiarize you with this calculation. If you want to spend $50,000 a year in retirement, you will need 25 times that number, which is 1.25 million invested. If you want to spend 75,000 each year, you will need close to $1.9 million invested. If you want to spend $100,000 each year, you will need $2.5 million invested. I know you must be thinking, this random guy is probably making up this random number on the spot. Don't worry, I didn't do that. Or did I? But in all seriousness, we'll run through where this calculation comes from really soon. But before we do that, we need to understand how much you're actually spending. So the first thing we need to understand is how much you actually spend in a month. To calculate this, we will need to literally keep track of all your expenses in any given month. I would highly suggest to go through 12 months to get a more accurate monthly spend. Now you must be thinking, this guy's telling me to go back and check all my statements and calculate everything. Well, yes, that's what I'm saying. The fact of the matter is that You will need to put in the effort from your end to figure this out in order to reap the rewards in the future. It is such a small cost for such a bright future. And don't worry, if you don't want to manually keep track of all your expenses, there are many apps out there on uh, the various app stores like the iOS App Store and the Google Play Store, which sync directly with your bank account and download all your transactional data and put it into neat and tidy graphs. One of those apps is called Spendy. This is the app I use to track my income and expenses. It gives you a great breakdown of your net worth, cash flow and your monthly spend, all categorized into simple and easy to understand graphs. It does cost around $60 a year, but trust me, it's totally worth it. By you being able to have full transparency of your money, you will start to see where you can actually cut down your spend and sometimes, even find a subscription service or two that you're paying $15 a month for, which you aren't even using. In one year of using an app like spendy you will save hundreds, if not thousands. I know it sounds like I'm sponsored by spendy but I'm really not. I would love to be though. So Team spendy if you're listening to this, please send me some promotion money. Thank you. Anyway, I know some of you listening right now are in school and university and don't have a full-time or part-time job yet not to fret, in this case you can have a chat with your parents to figure out how much money the household spends on average in a month. This could be a really fun little activity for your family to do. It would be a great benefit for all of you. You can use the figure that comes out of that project as a baseline amount of money you would like to retire on. Remember that this isn't set in stone so you can always change your mind and update this figure as the years go by. So now you have a baseline monthly figure in mind. The next thing I want you guys to figure out is that is there anything else that you want to spend money on which you currently don't? Maybe you want to spend more time traveling every year or eating at a really fancy restaurant every single day. Or maybe you want to drive around in a really nice flashy car. All these will be expenses that you will need to factor in into your monthly baseline spend. Once you have the final value, you will need to then Multiply that value by 12 to get the yearly spend and then multiply it by 25 to get the amount of money that you will need to have invested in order to retire and maintain the lifestyle you want. So if you're actually doing this calculation right now, please feel free to send me an email or if you're using Spotify to listen to this episode, you can actually comment down below. There is a new Q&A section underneath the description of the episode where you can actually send me your answer. I would really love to know the value you're aiming for. Okay, so now we're finally answering the question of how does this all actually work? How did I come up with the figure of 25 and why did I multiply it by the number of uh, the amount of money that I spend in a year? Well, this magic number comes from a study called the Trinity Study, which attempted to determine the maximum percentage of money a retiree can withdraw out of their investment portfolio in order to never run out of their money in retirement. This is known as the 4% safe withdrawal rule. Simply put, the 4% rule states that you can safely withdraw 4% of your total investment amount every single year while preserving the initial amount of money that you have in there until the day you finally die. Not only will it preserve the initial investment, it will actually grow it in some cases as well even while you withdraw 4% every single year. I know what you're thinking. How is this possible? You're telling me I withdraw 4% every year, yet my investments will continue to grow. There are a few things here that will help you understand this better. First, from history, we know that an index fund, which is a basket of stocks that follow a broad market index, gives an average return of around 8% every single year historically. But let's get conservative and say that we get a 7% return instead. Then also, we have to factor in the value of money erodes every single year because the price of goods and services go up. This is what's known as inflation. Inflation historically sits at about 3%. This is a negative thing as it will erode the 7% return that we will normally get from our index fund. Typically speaking, you'll be left with around 4% return because 7% minus 3% of inflation is 4%. This means that you can actually safely withdraw 4% every single year without reducing the retirement fund one bit. This will help you preserve your investment. And remember, we were conservative by saying 7% as a return from an index fund. In some years, that will be more like 8%. So you will actually be increasing the value of your investment while preserving it in others. If some of these concepts that we're talking about in this episode are feeling too hard to understand, please start listening to the podcast series from the first ever episode, where we start to run through all these concepts together. So let's run through an example of how this all works. I really want to make sure it's super clear for all of you to understand. Let's say for ease of calculation, you've consistently invested into an S&P 500 index fund for the last 20 years, and it has finally reached the $1 million mark this was your retirement goal so now you can say bye-bye to your work life and retire okay so you have one million dollars invested so as the four percent safe withdrawal rule suggests you can withdraw four percent from the one million dollars which is forty thousand dollars so now you still have nine hundred and sixty thousand dollars sitting in your retirement fund the nine hundred sixty thousand dollars is still invested in the index fund that returns an eight percent return but as suggested earlier, let's take a 7% return instead to be on the safe side. So, as you now wait to withdraw 4% again, your money has actually gone up by 7%. So, it's actually gone from $960,000 to $1,030,000. Your money has actually gone up in value. Now, the next year, you withdraw 4% again. But this time you're getting $41,000 instead of $40,000 because 4% of $1,000,000 and 30000 is $41,000. In saying all of this, one thing to note is that in some years your return may be lower than 7% or even negative, And in some years it may be higher. So there will be times where you will not get the full $40,000 in your bank. You may get more than $40,000 and in some years you may, may get less. So just to be, just be smart about your money at that point in time and use some common sense because the last thing you want to do is to continue to withdraw 4% if the market is down as this will seriously impact the amount of money you'll be able to withdraw in the future years. I wanted to run through the 4% rule with just using index funds, which seem to be the least time consuming for most people and delivers the most consistent returns. But remember, that is just one way to save up for retirement it's always a good idea to diversify your portfolio of investments by investing in not only stocks, but real estate, cryptocurrency, and business. This will also reduce your risk to any one type of investment. And by actually diversifying your portfolio, you will most likely be able to retire even sooner as you will have generated multiple income streams. So in summary, to answer the question of the title of this podcast, how much do you need to retire early? It's simply the amount of money you spend in a year times 25 equals the amount of money you need invested in order to enjoy a comfortable retirement and become financially free. Looking forward to seeing all of you in early retirement. Thanks everyone for listening to today's episode on how much you need to retire early. If you enjoyed the content or learned something from today's episode, please hit that follow button and the bell icon so you do not miss another episode. If you have any questions, tips, suggestions, please feel free to message me on personalfinancewithcares at gmail.com. I want to leave you guys with a quote by Albert Einstein, the greatest physicist of all time. He says, compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it, earns it. He who doesn't, pays it. See you all next Monday.